Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Kyle. Happy birthday to me. Yes. As you can see from the episode that has been uploaded and the day that is uploaded, it is she, me, her birthday. And baby, let me tell you. I just want to have a conversation about why, ladies, didn't y'all tell us young girls when we were like 12, 18, 20, 25, that when you get in your 30s, it's <laughs> your body be doing things that we don't normally do. Y'all, I am struggling. But none of the less. I am grateful, I am thankful, I am filled with love, joy, peace, and happiness because I am here to see another day. Um, I am so grateful, so full of love, so full of life, and so much has happened within the last year, so much has happened within this year within these months and you know what I could be upset I could cry I could beat myself up about a lot of things but if it wasn't for God none of those things would make me who I am today none of those things would change my mind and put it in the mindset of where it is today just everything that has happened has shaped and molded me into this moment of right now and I am so thankful for God that he chose me I'm so thankful that he loves me and I'm just I'm just grateful because so many young people dying so many people leaving here and just knowing that I have another day, just knowing that I still have a little bit of time to change lives and impact lives and to show my gifts and to share my talents. It is amazing. It is wonderful. And I am so thankful. Thank you, Lord. Because if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be. And I thank you for giving me another chance and for letting me see another day. So, thank you. Okay, y'all, because I don't feel like getting emotional. I don't want to get emotional. But I just want to talk about huh, <laughs> when you get in your, to your 30s. Get into your 30s and being in your 30s. Listen, y'all. If I would have known the things that I know now. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all. If I would have known about what it is that happens, the things that change when you hit 30 and then the things that you go through during your 30s, I promise that I would have taken I would have taken heed to everything that has been said to me. I would have written everything written everything down. Like I promise you I would have been like serious about a lot of stuff. Because see, when I turned 30, it was like, okay, we 30. K 
okay, cool. This is something new. This is different. It's real different. But now that I'm like another year older and I'm getting closer <clears throat> to 40, like I got a long way, but I'm still like getting there. Yo, like I'm noticing like my tolerance, my patience. I'm noticing um, how I interact with people, my age. I'm noticing how I deal with situations. I'm noticing how I'm um, like figuring and refiguring things, things out and how I would normally react and things I would normally say that I don't say now. Like I am noticing a complete difference about myself. Um, I mean, also part of that has to do with the fact that my grandmother raised me. Um, I've been around older people all my life. I do have older friends, um, and family members, of course. So I noticed that I know like how I am and why I am the way I am, but to see myself getting older and to think like there are times where I would have reacted one way if I was to like in an immature childish mindset to know that like, <laughs> I don't even have the energy to give that because it's so many other things on my plate that I have. Like, then it's like when you get in your 30s, you have things on your plate that you probably never thought you was going to have. Like, I take care of my grandmother. And though I've known for a while that this was going to be my life, like I knew that this was going to be my life. Um, and that probably like another story for another time. Maybe I'm on TV. But, like, I known for a long time. So, the fact that, the fact that, like, I'm able to, like, have this, have this big, huge responsibility, it has really changed me. And it's, it's actually making me grow. Um, so, a lot of things is different in my life. So, like, dating is the same. Right, so like when I date, like I got real big girl problems. I got adult situ I got adult things going on. Okay, so Netflix and chilling. We sit up in your house, laid up on the couch. I don't have time for that. I want to go out. I want to go have fun. I want to be outside. I want to go do things. And if that is not possible, if that is not capable, then you are not the man that I need to be dating, and I am not the woman that you need to date. That is it. That is all. Um, before I used to feel bad because I would end things with a guy if we wasn't compatible or I would try to be like for something to make something happen or try to get us together and I would excuse me I would take the initiative of doing things when I don't I shouldn't be doing any of that like you're the man you're the leader you need to be leading because that is what you're supposed to do because I have to be able to, I have to know that you're able to lead. I need to be shown that you're able to lead. I need to be shown that when situations and things happen, that you're able to take responsibility or you're able to stand up and be the shield if I'm like unable or whatever the case may be. Um, my mindset is a little different now when it comes to dating. So... I, I'm going to have, like, this is going to be an episode, but I'm going to get a little bit into it. So, I've decided to be celibate before marriage, okay? Until marriage. Um, I decided to take sex off of the table while dating. 
because for my experiences and for what I've experienced and what I've seen and what I've have been shown is that sex me having sex with a man is not doesn't get me anywhere it doesn't give me a relationship and the dang show don't give me a ring okay it's not going to make me a wife because it's easy it's accessible it's easy access it's, it's freely given there's no work put into getting basically sex because if i am not happy about something and i'm unsatisfied with something um you there they still want to they feel like sex makes up for everything and it doesn't not for this girl i don't know anybody else but for this one right here it doesn't make up for nothing um and it just seems like sex was just like the the foundation of everything like attraction and stuff and it was like oh i need to see how you are in bed like i ain't gonna lie to y'all i really did have like the mindset of a man like i wanted to be like oh let's test drive the car i don't want to drive the car i don't want to drive in your lot i want to drive down the street and go down up the streets like i want to drive in the neighborhood i was that girl and then i realized like i desire to be a wife I desire to have a husband that I can um, serve God with, whom I can serve God with, that I can do God's works, what he has called me to do. I have someone who is willing to be by my side, support me and encourage me and uplift me through it all. That is what I desire. And I, and I have to realize that in order for me to honor God, I have to honor him with my body. If I can honor him with my mind and my mouth, I need to honor him with my body. You can't honor him with your mind and your mouth and not honor him with your body. Like, it's not going to work. Like, it's just not. So, I realized that once I realized that, and again, I looked at my experiences. Again, I'm talking about me. And I looked at my experiences. I realized that sex was a hinder. It was a hinder. It hindered me. I'm sorry. Sex hindered me. It didn't help me grow. It didn't help me see things. It it actually hindered me from being with someone that is going to truly love me but also be with someone that's going to respect my body just like I respect my body. A person that's going to take care of my body like I take care of, of my body. I mean they're not going to be out here you know cheating and bringing me back something and doing whatever 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 and then <laughs> what bothers me is that People really try to be optimistic about situations and then the trolls be coming in a negative in a negative Nancy's and the sour Shelby's. Like if I believe that my husband will not cheat on me, that's my belief. You 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 guys gotta stop with but I married my husband and we were together for five years and he cheated on me twice. Ma'am, because you probably was a cheater when you got with him. He just knew how to hide his stuff. Like, stop it. Just stop it. It's cause you're it's giving it's giving reflection. It's giving you feel like you made a mistake when you probably weren't supposed to marry Tony. You probably was supposed to marry Robert. I'm just saying. Don't shoot the messenger. God gave me a message. I'm just giving it to you. You probably weren't supposed to be with him. You probably was supposed to be with the man next door. But because whatever, you like what you like and you got what you got. Now you sit in some type of way. Now you want to put your little negativity on me. Baby, hold up. Pump your brakes. No. That's not about to happen. 
And so I believe that. And it's like, because I know who I am as a person and I am giving, I give what I am given. So, and that's not to say that if I was to be cheated on, I'm going to cheat back. Because if I was to get cheated on, okay, like in a relationship, no. In a marriage, it's completely different because sometimes <laughs> it's up, that's your decision to make. It's up to you how big it was. It's up to you how you determine if that is going to break up your family. And people kill me when they try to tell people to leave. I never tell nobody to leave their man. Nothing. Because at the end of the day, no one understands how you feel but you. That's between you and God. And you and God got to figure that out. Right? So, for me, I just came to the conclusion like, yo, like, you have girl little girls that look up to you you have people that are watching you but also you know that you are not happy having <laughs> being intimate with a man who is not your husband who says he believes in god but then he iffy about it who doesn't go to church who doesn't serve in church it is just it, it's not going to work and then i got an attitude and then when i'm calling him he got an attitude and it's like dude what's the problem it's you. I didn't have no drama, no chaos or confusion. Then when I get with oh boy, and I got all this chaos and confusion. And then people don't understand, like, it is a spiritual thing. That is a spiritual thing. Like, y'all need to start paying attention to the signs. Paying attention to the signs. But, again, that would be another conversation for another day. Because, whew, listen. Listen. So... Once I realized all of this, I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. So I've been saying before a while. I listen. I don't keep up count with it. I just know that I am dying of my flesh. I'm learning to be obedient. I'm learning discipline. And I'm learning that um, I need to let God take have, take full control of my life. Um, I've been trying. I've been doing the tug of war with him lately. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of tugging. I'm, I'm tired. My arms hurt. So... I decided to just freely, fully give God full control. Full control. I was on dating apps. I deleted those. Every single last one. Because there wasn't serving a purpose. And that is not something God really told me to do. That was something that I wanted to do. Because your girl was feeling lonely a little bit. Okay. I was feeling lonely. I was feeling like, what am I doing? I ain't got no kids. I still ain't got no husband going. Like, what we doing? Because I be doing everything right. I be doing everything right. So, that's how I felt, right? And so, again, I had to really look at what i was doing like i'm putting myself on a dating app to attract a man to find a man to date a man and those men that i'm meeting don't have no type of relationship with god they don't go to church they don't serve they don't know how to die of their flesh they don't know how to be obedient they don't know nothing about discipline they don't know nothing about discipline because if you can't control yourself with you know with this hot sex thing around you how do i know you're able to control yourself out in there when i'm not with you so again once i realized all these things that's when it was like okay 
all right, Kaya, like now we have to like really take it and be serious and really understand that um, this is like life. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to give up something in order to give up something. So I had to give up my flesh. I had to die of my flesh. I have to understand that what I'm, what, what, what the skin wants is not what is good for my heart. What the skin want, the skin wants is not good for my mind. What the skin wants is not good for my eyes. Like, I had to really understand that. What a man tells me doesn't mean that that man is for me. Just because that man shows me a good time doesn't mean that man is going to make me his girlfriend or make me his wife, whatever. Like, I felt so bad for so long. I was depressed for so long. I was unhappy for so long because, again, it was like... I needed to be in the world of the world because everybody else is doing it. They're having kids and getting married and having husbands. So, you know what, Kaya, maybe you need to go back to having sex and laying down and spreading your legs and laying on your back. Because apparently, that's probably, that's like something, because that could be thing that's missing. That's probably why you're not getting what you get. But then I realized, like, no, that's not it. It's just that i love god too much to do something to where i could possibly lose things that i have gained i could lose the blessings that he has in store i could mess up the plan that he has for my life because again i'm choosing to do what i want i'm choosing to go after what i want i'm choosing to go and get something that i want that god never told me to go get he never told me to go do that he never told me to approach this person he never told me to talk to this person so why am i doing it it's because i'm giving into myself which is myself sometimes is being negative myself is self-doubting itself it's fearful i'm i'm afraid because i'm afraid of being by myself i'm afraid of being alone but I remember my sister Tess, she had asked me, you know, like, Kaya, what if you never, what if you don't have kids? Would your life be different? And yes, my life would be different, but my life would be better in a, in a different way. My life wouldn't go downhill. My life would go uphill. And I, that's the same way I think about if I wasn't to be married, you know, um, I don't, my life won't go downhill. My life will go uphill. But yet my mother told me like, if you believe that God gave you something and he promised you something then he's going to give it to you, it's not going to happen when you want it to happen. It's not going to come when you want it to come, but it's going to happen. But again, it is, it's all about up to you about how long do you want to hold on? And are you really going to like really pay attention? Because I'm not going to lie to y'all. Some of these women that are out here single that are in their 50s and 60s and they talking about they couldn't find or they they wanted to be wives and they thought God, but it wasn't. And it's like, no, like God gave them men. Okay, listen, God showed them a couple men that he had for them and they didn't want that man because they wanted what they was used to. And I'm going to just keep it real with y'all because somebody out there going to get mad at me and then they going to make it feel like I'm like I'm lying. But if you, you can ask somebody that's been married like... You're not going to sit up here and tell me that you believe in the Lord and you know that he is the maker and brick of all things and what he puts in you that he will give unto you. But the fact is that 
you don't want that because you want what you want and then now you 75 years old talking about some i married once and then he died i want to get married again but i just didn't meet nobody no <laughs> because you didn't want the man that was in front of you or you wanted what you wanted and you figured that man was going to do and give you what you asked God to. But God kept showing you this man is not going to marry you, baby. This man is not going to propose. This man is not going to make you his woman. This man ain't giving nothing. And you kept forcing it. So for me, in my heart, I will be a wife. In my heart, my husband will love me. In my heart, my husband will uplift me and encourage me and support me. And he will understand that the things that I'm doing and what I'm doing and where I'm going is bigger than me. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with God's people. So once I realized that, it's like all I can do is live the life that God has placed in front of me. All I can do is do what he has called me to do. And that is what I'm doing, hence this podcast. Okay? I've had a conversation with God about a lot of things. And he put so much on my heart and gave me so many things to talk about. Because you guys have don't want to have the uncomfortable conversation. This right here is an uncomfortable conversation for some people. Some people don't want to talk about being and getting getting older getting in your 30s and then realizing some things you used to do in your 20s some people don't want to talk about how yes being celibate is hard being celibate is not easy being celibate is a selfless decision a choice you have to die of your flesh people don't want to talk about that not having sex and being a christian baby is a job but it's about what your end goal is. It's about why are you doing it? It's not for the fact that you're trying to get a husband. It's the fact that you're trying to honor God and what the word says. Period. Point blank. And again, you know, I am prepared for whatever is to come because I've been quiet. I'm just going to speak on what I know. And I'm speaking for experience because somebody out there is just like me. They in their 30s. They 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 became celibate. They said they now have a sex until marriage. And they, they want to go on dates. <laughs> they want to be in a in the company of a man. They want to have companionship. But they know as soon as I say that I'm I'm oh I'm I'm waiting till marriage to have sex, that man is out the door. But let me tell you something, baby. That's okay. Same thing for my men. That's okay. If you tell that woman, like, listen, I'm not having sex until I'm married and I make that woman, that woman is my wife. When God tells me that that woman is my wife, I am going to love, I'm going to love her down like ain't no, and like never, ever, okay? There is nothing wrong when that woman says, listen, I can't be with a man that wants to, wants to not have sex. That is okay. Let that lady go. You let that man go because let me tell you something. The person that God got for you is for you. You can't even get in that person's way that's for you. You can't even get in your own way of yourself from that person not being with you. Okay? And I know what I'm talking about because I follow a lot of, I follow certain people. And I know I've, I've read some books and articles about a lot of people that were like, they decided to become celibate or they decided to stop doing certain things. They stopped decided to stop drinking or whatever the case may be and they thought that they were going to hinder themselves and that was going to stop 
people from being a friend or loving them would come to find out it was like no god has specific people specific things just for you that are just for you that fits into your lifestyle that fits into where you are that's going to go with you where you're where he's going to be taking you that has an understanding that when the mind when when something changes the mind got to change but that person is there that thing has shifted to fit you not for you to fit it and so (laughs) it's just like wow wow okay I've also realized that um, also getting in my 30s, um, I'm taking myself more serious. I'm not afraid to show my talents. I'm not afraid to share my gifts. Like I'm becoming more comfortable with who I am and what I do and what I bring and that baby, I am here. I'm not going anywhere. This is what you're going to get. Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. That's it. That's all. Okay. Okay. But getting into your 30s, like I wish women talked about that. Talk about that more because we don't know a lot of things. You know, of course, getting older is a it's a learning experience. We understand that. But sometimes it would be nice to have a little help. Just a little bit. They could have just gave a sister a little something like, yo, um, when you turn 32, your knees gonna might pop a little bit. Okay. When you turn 35, you know how you was you was, you know, dipping low, bringing up so, yeah, you might not be able to dip that low. You might be able to go like mm, waist level, like uh, squat right there, that's it, bring it back up. Don't don't bend over or bend back because you might break something. Like, <laughs> I wish we had these talks because my body is going through all these changes. Like, they don't tell you, like, the, your, the, the changes that your body goes through. And it's a lot. But listen, I'm not complaining. I am, I am grateful. I am really, 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 really grateful. Like, super grateful. So, um, but yeah. But y'all, I am ready to have these conversations i am looking forward to having these uncomfortable conversations because they are needed they are necessary they have to be done like they just have to so i'm hoping and praying that you guys are like ready and geared up for season two you guys are going to be tuning in you're going to be sharing you're going to be listening you guys are going to be like you know, engaging with me because this is a community. Like we're gonna be talking, we're gonna be talking. It's gonna be, it's, it's just gonna be something. So yeah. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, all of that information is in the description of the episode. You can find it all. Um, everything is there. And if not, you can always just. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have an Instagram yet. I'm, I might need to make an Instagram for this. I don't know. I have to check about it. But yeah, so I am so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. God is good. Life is good. Despite whatever may go on, life is good. The sun is shining. Life is good. I don't care. I'm breathing. Life is good. Okay. So. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm telling y'all, like, 
I'm not playing. I'm not even playing with myself this season. I'm not playing with myself. Last season, it was a struggle. I feel like I did good. I feel like I, I did really good last season. But, baby, this season, whew, y'all can send me an audio. Send me, a audio, send me a message, okay? Link is in the description, too. Y'all can send me a message. Let's go ahead. Let's get this communication started. Let's get this party cracking. All right? But I love each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for uplifting. Just thank you because I did this podcast just because I wanted to share my story. I wanted to be transparent. And I want someone to know out there that they're not alone on their journey. Whether that's being single, whether that's being celibate, whether that's being a suicide survivor, whether that's dealing with mental health. I want them to understand that they are not alone. I understand. I am here. And I want to share my story and I want to bring you guys along with me on this journey because it's it's not the end. It's not the end. It's not the end. There is so there is more. Be more than what you can see beyond of what you can see. There is so much more. But you have to you gotta have that faith and you gotta have that trust and you have to have that understanding. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait for you guys to get into these next ep- couple episodes coming up. And I love you all always. I'm sending prayers of love and healing you guys this way. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.